Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, you know what today is. It's the first Friday of the month, and that means Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by, and we'll catch up with her about her new beginnings in Florida and with Sunny as well with her blasts from the past in Texas. So tune in for tips and inspiration on navigating your own life adventures, wherever they may take you. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy McMillan, and it is first Friday, which means I have a co-host. Oh, yeah, Sorry. it's Dr. Alessandra Duke. <laughs> I know I did that a little differently than I normally do. Sorry, Alessandra. You did it three and a half. I just, I wasn't ready for it to go like that. <laughs> well, in any event, you are listening to Sunny in Seattle. We're here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KK in Seattle, as well as 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access the show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com, or you can also find the show on iTunes and Podcast One. Um, and just a quick disclaimer for our Petaluma folks that the views expressed here are not necessarily the views of Petaluma Community Access, KPCA Radio, or its board of directors, volunteers, staff, or underwriters. Okay, so here we go, Alessandra. <laughs> <laughs> what is, let's just give out your website real quick, just in case. For oh, yes. Yes. My website is alessandraduke.com. You can check it out. Yes, it is a it is definitely a website <laughs> worth checking out. I've I've enjoyed uh, looking around at all the new developments on it myself. Yes, yes. And then mine is goldenoversoul.com. That is goldenoversoul.com. So uh, should we check in with Benny first? Absolutely. What is going on, Benny? <laughs> Not a whole Benny lot. laughing. Why are you laughing? Because Benny? I love all the information you two give out every show, and it's like it's very uh, systematic and very clean <laughs> and very good. Although I am missing a, a, a page myself, I wonder if I should just throw up a Benny Mathers page and just have a picture there and nothing else. I think that'd be great. <laughs> I like I it. I think that would be gorgeous. I mean, yeah. sim simple is the way to things go. Just be like, hey, here's me. Here's my page. Get a hold of me. That's it. <laughs> we'll yes. Benny, I love it. I love it. Okay. I feel like this well, this idea really has legs. I think you should go for <laughs> it. Yeah, you've got 30 days, Benny. Have it up by the next first Ooh. Friday. All right, making it simple. No, writing it down. <laughs> I got to save it somewhere. I don't have anything to write things down. I'll, 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 I'll keep it to my memory. There we go. Okay, there it is. Yes, there. yes. Well, and you are the magic that helps Aww. make this show happen, you know? So you can, like, maybe give yourself a shout-out on your new webpage, you know, about I am the amazing thing behind <laughs> sunny in seattle of course and, and then i'll have you two as testimonials like at the bottom like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. this is, is this is gonna work yeah, yeah i think so too yeah oh well any new developments up there benny um, um i know it's been a couple weeks since i've even talked to you live yeah uh well last weekend was memorial day weekend it was great just kind of low-key we had a lot of family time uh, a lot of us are you know in the area the vaccination uh is increasing so that's good more and more people are getting out and about um, it was really warm. And so, you know, we had mid eighties for the beginning of the week and, uh, we all kind of went one of those, uh, we don't like it cause we're fair weathered fans. Um, and then today it's cooled down. So we're all back to normal <laughs> in our brains. Uh, but other than that, it's good. I mean, really not much more to really report. I always say that, but I mean, 
I do better with questions when you throw them at me. You know what I mean? Like, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alessandra's always a wealth of questions. Do you have any good questions for Benny this time around? Yeah, do I need to get a drum roll um, ready or anything? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 that won't work. Um, let's see. Benny, yes. you know, can you tell us just a little bit about what is, um, what's the best thing that you've just seen or experienced lately like maybe with the shift in seasons are you noticing something around you like flowers trees happy people i do like, know what a peony is now as of yesterday's show with some other hosts <laughs> so that's why good. Is that? what happened oh nothing good nothing bad it's all good i'm actually might be receiving some peonies next week didn't know what they were Aww. So oh, yeah. beautiful. Yes, I love the peonies. They're so beautiful. Is it peonies? Yeah. See, I can never say it right. It's peonies. peonies? I mean, I, peonies? I say peony. I don't. Peonies? You could you could do whatever you want. I think you're though. saying it better say. than me. I think you can say it however you want to say it, Benny. We'll go Absolutely. with the decider, uh, Sunny. What's the deciding uh, answer then? <laughs> I've always said peonies, but there that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way. See, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Benny. No, it's totally fine. Um, yeah, that's the, we'll just go with it. Benny's wrong and we're right, and we'll just go with that. Well, it's Sunny's show, so I got to give her that, anyways. <laughs> but the, right, as right. I say always, there would be no show without you. So that's come on, true. this is like a 50 50 thing. And, and then what is it like a 33 33 33 thing on first Friday? <laughs> right. so, yeah, yeah, I want my 33% of say here, as you deserve uh, it. Well, yeah. so good to see your smiling face on oh, Zoom, Benny. Thanks. And um, yeah, missed you for a couple of weeks. Yours but, too, well, briefly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're welcome back, you know, anytime. And Dr. Alessandra, you know, on your travels, if they, it makes it back up here. So, you know. Speaking oh, and it will. <gasps> it's coming soon. News flash. Yeah, okay. So, Alessandra, what are your updates? Because I feel like I was looking at my notes from, I, I sometimes make, you know, still to this day, playing it safe. I have my little yeah. outline. <laughs> And I was looking at it, it actually is helpful these days because of you and I, there's so much change in our lives to mm-hmm. at least have a note like, uh, okay, Alessandra's new dog or something like that. So I know <laughs> we'd ask you about um, your new little guy, Oscar. Yeah. And, um, I know that we'd announced that you had your house, but I'm like, what has happened between now and then? You and I haven't even talked as much as we normally do. So what? Are, let's. why don't we dive in with updates for you first? Oscar, I got, know. did Oscar get a plane? I know, I'm. What's up, Did Oscar get a playmate? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet, but he will. And I, I, yeah, I've been holding out because I needed Oscar to learn his own name first and not have another playmate who I'm trying to, you know, figure it out with. But Oscar is settling in. He is the sweetest, sweetest guy. And, you know, we're working through some, we're working just through learning, stages of learning right now. And, um, and learning is hard sometimes when you're a baby animal. And so, but we're working through it and he is so wonderful. And, um, it's felt like the, um, you know, the, the house has been pretty momentous. So, um, you know, I had checked in right in that very first week when I moved in here and, you know, there was, there was so much around the house of handing the whole process over purely to the divine. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt like, um, there was this huge, this huge transition and it felt like, yes, I got the house, but it also marked this incredible new chapter of, opening and rebuilding. And I had actually done, um, a reading with, uh, this woman who she's actually based in Australia and she's a psychic and medium and intuitive channel. I mean, kind of like 
a little bit of everything. And so she had done, um, and a big tarot reading and everything for me. I mean, this woman spent three hours on the phone with me going through all various parts of my life. It was really incredible. And that was before I got into this house. And so she was saying this, this house, like, first of all, cause I hadn't, I hadn't hit my closing date on it. And she was like, first of all, it's happening. But second of all, this is, this is the, the kickoff and new beginning for a new chapter for you. And so really important. And I knew, I knew when I was moving in here, there was like a, um, a full moon, some kind of new moon, something with the moon mm-hmm. around that time that I needed to do some honoring anyway. But, um, you know, but she had really told me, you know, because if anybody's kind of followed this journey, um, my former partner and I ended last year. And so this whole last year has been a journey and a big adventure and all of this kind of stuff, kind of an accidental adventure. And so as I moved into this house, she, she was saying, you know, you need to not have anything from that former relationship in this house. There's something about um, this house that is such a new beginning. Right. And she's like, your guides are telling me all this. Like, so she said, before the closing of that house, I'm going to need you to do, um, like a burning ceremony. So Mm -hmm. writing down all of the things that you're going to be letting go all of the things that, you know, and, and that can be people that can be dynamics that can be belief systems that all needs to be burned and gone away. Like things that represent that relationship that needs to go so that this full rebuilding can happen. Um, and it was really amazing because in that, um, I had written, um, all of, all of this stuff, all of this stuff in the ways that I wanted to be and everything and burned it in this fire at the last place that I was staying. And this little piece of paper like would not burn. And the only words that you could read were me, holy love. Oh my God. Of course. And I was like, what? So of course I saved that, you know, I was like, why won't this yeah. one piece burn? Right. And so I pick it up and I save this thing. And it really has felt like, um, this, this incredible, like, yes, I'm in the rebuilding and it's happening, um, at such a great pace that it feels like I can hardly keep up. You know, I even, I took off this week just so I could just kind of settle in. There is, um, just so much good rushing at me right now. Yeah. So that's I where do, I have been. <laughs> and I have, I mean, I have many more follow-up questions, but I just have to laugh yeah. because as you are in this great rebuilding or great yes. new creation, I'm in like the great, like letting go everything falling apart. Yes. <laughs> What's happening? And of course yes. we'll do updates on all of that. So of course I feel like we have switched roles almost. Mm-hmm. We like completely from where you were in most of 2020. And yes, anyway, we'll go into that more later, but, um, okay. Right. So I Cause have you ask- know, 2020 was my big dismantling year. It was like yeah. literally every part of my life felt like it just came unraveled. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, that was the whole letting go and so disorienting, you know, and, um, for those, um, listening who haven't heard, I mean, Sunny was the one that I called when I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Do I get on the highway? 
do? I don't know what to do. And the more that I could let go, right? That's how I ended up in Florida was just all of these actions of letting go. But yeah, now is the rebuilding phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What question were you going to ask? Well, I, have, I mean, I have several. Yes. Um, so number one, that piece of paper that wouldn't burn. I mean, I'm sure it's a small scrap at this point, but please tell me you have that like in a nice little, like a little frame or something, or like something where it's like <laughs> hung in your new house where you can be reminded or see that, or it be like the, the that piece of the rebuilding that first. Yes. Piece. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so I've saved it for right now because uh-huh. I have, um, I don't know if anyone listening has ever been a single lady who just bought their house and doesn't really know that many people or how to like build things a lot. (laughs) So I, and I had this like great idea of like, I'm going to get a little project house, you know, because I just want to like, I just like want to make it beautiful and do Uh all these things. And I'm like, yes. And this is kind of taking a while. So, (laughs) so once I have the paint on the walls and that's situated, that is absolutely going in a frame and on the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. For sure. So how, I, what all have you, you done so far with the house? Not that there, I don't want to be like, what have you checked off the list? But more, just, <laughs> I'm just curious because we haven't talked. Like, tell me what state the house is in at this point. Yes. So it's like, it is, um, and, and for those listening, I mean, this is like, this is just such a little dream house. It's, you know, it's just a block down to the marina where you could um, get kayaks. It's just 10 minutes to the um, white sandy beaches, which is really amazing. And I have palm trees, which has always been a dream of mine to have Mm. palm trees in my own yard. So, um, so I get to have all that. So basically, you know, my, one of my best friends had come down to help me initially when I you know, maybe the, after the first week and we just went to town. I mean, we were priming everything. We ripped out, we got really eager and like, you know, there's built-in, um, shelves and book like, um, drawers. And, and mm-hmm. so we got really eager and like took out all the handles and then like, knocked down this cabinet. And we're oh, such, we're just like such little DIY idiots, but we did it anyway. You know, I mean, we were like in our flip flops with no protective eyewear and a hammer. Just Vinny is shaking his head. Just out of yeah, you definitely need you need a manager on on Zoom. You need like like, manager shaking his head, laughing. I just he can like (laughs) yes, yes. I know, I know. And everyone, we we were like check. Check out this video we made. It's so great. And so then we'd send it to people and they'd be like, oh my God. And even you can hear as I am like hammering at this cabinet to fall down, Sharon's yelling, close your eyes. Close your eyes. There's stuff that's going to get in your eyes. And her husband, who is like a construction guy, is like, never close your Ever. Eyes. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so we made it through though. We got the cabinet down. We pulled but, down lots of ridiculous kind of outdated lights and things like that. And so, mm-hmm. and then it just felt like life got kind of busy. So I've got primer on the walls. Oh yeah. <laughs> and some things stripped down and I'm getting some, you know, I'm getting some cute vibes. I just ordered a couch yesterday. You know, things are going to be coming together soon mm-hmm. enough, but for right now, Oscar and I are living in pretty um, 
it's, it's sparse. It's like, yeah. um, it's unintentionally very minimalist. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days, Wells, when we bought yes. our house in Seattle and yes. dad, um, was in construction for years. He was a carpenter. Um, so he knows what he's doing around, you know, a demolition and a rebuild mm-hmm. site. But so his dad was like, oh, sure, I'll come help. And so he and his dad like demolished the entire kitchen. And would, and then his dad was like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. So it was like, we had <laughs> yes. like, everything was destroyed. Yes. <laughs> and it yes. was just, poor Chase had to rebuild it all himself. Yes. Yes, that's basically like us. And now I've got like these drawers that don't have handles. Nobody yes. can open the closets anymore because we took out all of the handles, you know. <laughs> oh, I remember those yeah. days well, yes. yes. Well, then I actually think, okay, I have more questions, but just as another yes. aside, like I think it's probably, you know, our travel plans, they change now pretty much day to day. I'm just, mm-hmm. I've, I've given up on even trying to make some type of a structure in this schedule. So um, I think as I texted you, one of the few things we were communicating on is, I think it sounds like it's probably a good thing that we are not going to go to Florida <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. So we can wait until you're in a place yeah. where you probably want to welcome visitors. In your new yeah, place. I mean, you. I already have had visitors and I would welcome you on this very <laughs> fine and lovely air mattress <laughs> I have a coffee maker you know like I got the basics you could come but yeah you might want to come when it's more comfortable yeah and don't forget you your know? eye protection oh, that's God, right. okay I know that's right. I will send I some right. I will send some to you if we need Benny, that don't done. you dare send oh come eye on he knows his way around we're it, living uh, life on the edge here we're living life yeah. on the edge who needs it yes. <laughs> i love it i love it well so alessandra then i i want to ask because we were talking um a little bit before we got on air and i was just mm-hmm. like looking at your whole journey now and when we last talked of course there was a new house and a new dog and all mm-hmm. of these the new things, which clearly that intuitive was picking up on all of that. Oh, by the yeah. way, do you want to share her name? Like, I'd be curious who she is. If you recommend her, if anybody else is like, oh, I'd like to meet with her about all of those various things. Yes. She's a little hard to track down. Her name is Martha Alice, mm-hmm. and she is based in Australia. You can find her on Facebook. She doesn't have, like, a shiny website and all of that kind of stuff, but I can see if I can get her information and then maybe share more of the details next time. She is really, really good. How'd yeah. you find out about her? Um, through my, um, my fitness trainer who I work out with started is doing, um, uh, training with her in the tarot oh. cards. So said, you know, you've got to talk to this person. And I mean, it was a game changer. It was really, yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the other thing, you know, I just, I wanted to mention, because again, looking back over the last year, you let so much go. And there were times mm-hmm. along the way that, um, I, to, for a human to be completely untethered in terms mm-hmm. of the relationship, letting go of the relationship, not having a a home base really Mm -hmm. to all of the things that humans really use to make ourselves feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, Not the soul necessarily, but the human. Um, And as you're letting all of these things go, there were moments where I could see that you wanted to hold on to at least one thing. And so for example, like being on that rocking horse, when you're coming out of a relationship, it's usually, I think Seinfeld said it best when he's like, when you're ending a relationship, it's like trying to knock over a vending machine. You can't do it in one push. Like it's got to rock back and forth for a while before mm-hmm. it finally crashes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
So there were moments I know when, when that, you know, when your partner was one of the only safe places, even if you were not together romantically, mm-hmm. still in contact. And, you know, there are those questions like, what if we could try again? Would it be different? Would it be whatever? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, you, you finally drew a line there and let mm-hmm. it go. Yes. Um, um, and I wanted to say that because I know that you have a, um, a new, gorgeous something in your life that is romantic <laughs> mm-hmm. <in> nature. And <laughs> I'm thinking back on when you were like, ah, what if, what if, should we be trying harder to make it work with your last partner? Mm-hmm. And finally let it go. It's like, look what is happening now. And could mm-hmm. that, I guess my question is, I, you, I don't want to speak for you and not say more than what you want to be revealing because yeah. obviously new, but um could you, could that have even, would you have been available to that? Or could you even have, do you think that the universe would have even sent that your way? Had mm-hmm. you still been clinging to old things? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it just all worked. It seems like, you know, and I don't know exactly the, the, the gorgeous something that is happening right now is something that just feels, it just feels good and fun and easy and nourishing. And I don't know where it's going to lead, right? We have, we have no idea. I have my human self has some idea (laughs) where she wants it to go. (laughs) Right. But this is again, me handing this situation, this, this, um, you know, I, I always think of things, it's a relationship, whether you're, you're just talking, you're dating, you're whatever, right. You're in some kind of relationship with the other. And I think, you know, even in this new dynamic, I feel like I am surrendering that over fully to the divine as well. Right. And have to remember, like remind myself it's, it's, I want divine to lead this. I want divine to lead the way I surrender this over. If this is in the best interest of my soul, of this person's soul, that we continue or go down this particular path, so be it, right? And yeah. if if I'm not intended to go this way, then please, oh, please block me. Yes. <laughs> Make it super clear because my human yeah. self is like, yes, 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 right? <laughs> and- <laughs> And, and that feels amazing to me. And so, so, so yeah, there was this significant letting go where, you know, we really thought with the being really conscious in our uncoupling and all of that, that we would still be able to maintain this kind of contact, which got, you know, um, it was really beautiful the way that we uncoupled, but it also, we also stayed connected in a way that would have had to come to some kind of end because it kind of kept us ever so slightly tethered to one another. And then, um, and then the time came, you know, through a few different circumstances where it really became very clear that it was time to fully let go time to fully surrender any hope or any thought of that being some kind of next plan that was no longer the next was no longer available. And to really go through that process was like ripping a giant bandaid off or limb off. I mean, it was really so painful to be like, yes, even though we're not together now, this is a new level of like, we are, and we're, and we're not going to be right. This is gone. This I'm letting this go out of my life. And, 
And then it was really interesting with that timing, like really doing full ceremony, really doing blessings and offerings, really surrendering that up to the divine and really asking that, that the next right thing be shown. Right. And then it was, I mean, and I felt clean and clear and open and ready. And then it was like within just, I mean, maybe a matter of a week or so that, that someone had talked to me about, you know, connecting me with someone. And so I, and then this has kind of taken off and, and I don't know, kind of has, like, it's kind of got some legs, right? I don't, again, I don't know where it's going to go, but I like how it feels and I like getting to be in this. And I haven't, I haven't felt this particular way in some time. And so mm -hmm. I'm just like, yes, just, I mean, it's hard. And, I, and, you know, I can maybe talk about it more as we go along, but, you know, just uh, in speaking sort of in vagaries now, just, it feels, um, I, it feels amazing yeah. to be right where I am. And I cannot deny the timing of yeah. that. Right. Where it's like, yeah. it was fully clearing. And, and honestly, it's like through, through this whole last accidental adventure and, you know, the ending of the relationship and, and letting go, letting go of my life, letting go of stability, letting go of my home, letting go of all of this stuff. It's just, it's a, it's allowed me to be, to get to such a place of like this really sweet surrender that I now feel that any love interest that enters my life at this time is coming into such a clean and clear space. Yep. Right. That's not in a space of grasping. It's not in a space of, I need you to be this way, or I need it to go this way for my human self or whatever. It's like, that has all been set free. And so I just feel like, oh, okay, <laughs> universe, thank you. Yeah. I am going to enjoy this until I'm not supposed to enjoy it anymore. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. And that's observing it from the outside. That's exactly what I see. And unlike so many people, because we look for that, Oh, whether it's looking for someone to complete you, fill a, mm -hmm. like a, like a wound or, mm -hmm. oh, it it's like you... the curse of Jerry Maguire, right? Yeah. You complete me. Oh, that really messed a lot of people up. Uh, good gracious. I know yeah. that's my biggest <laughs> eye roll that you cannot see mm -hmm. right now. So got our cameras <laughs> off, but yeah, that just, ugh. but the, the mm. fact that you made such a clean break, you are, you are a whole and complete person now, not that you mm -hmm. weren't before, but I just mean, you really did let everything go. And then I feel mm -hmm. like you were filled up with everything the divine sent your way. And then here you are a healthy, whole, complete person. So whatever comes along at this point is mm -hmm. just a blessing and icing on the cake for mm -hmm. needing, but just mm -hmm. allowing fun things to be sent your way. So yes. Hmm. Yes. Oh, that's pretty yep. darn exciting. And I am so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Sunny. Yes. Can we, we need to check in with you because I have no idea where you are right now. Me neither. Can, can you give people just a little bit of a backdrop because um, just in terms of like why you're doing what you're doing? Yeah, well, uh, I've, uh, I hope this is not repetition or too repetitive for people who've been kind of mm -hmm. following along, but just the short of it was um, we knew, okay, we sold our home in Seattle in 2020, and we've been living in Petaluma from basically two years to the day we've been living in Petaluma. 
when we moved out of our rental home in Petaluma and the whole thing was I had applied to divinity school. I only applied to one school um, and knew there was a good chance I wouldn't get in, but we were just kind of, you know, fingers crossed having high hopes. And I mean, I, to be honest, like I was really hopeful that I was going to get in. And then we'd make this mm -hmm. country move, towing our Airstream um, to the East coast where I'd spend the next three years in divinity school. And I feel, I mean, really, I feel so called to divinity school and it feels mm -hmm. like a combination of everything that's happened in the last, since 20, since leaving my old life behind around 2011, 2012. Um, that said, I did not get into divinity school. So what was going to be a cross country move that was very neat and tidy in my mind, you know, you've got three to four months to get across the country. It'll be an adventure. We'll see everyone. And then I've got this wonderful, very solid plan that people, you know, will understand and that yeah. you can say with pride to, you know, <laughs> friends and family mm -hmm. who wonder what you're up to. Mm -hmm. And when that didn't happen, everything kind of, I, I don't want to say fell apart, but it opened the door for a, us to basically put all of our belongings in storage instead of a pod that would move cross country and then get in the Airstream for an open-ended adventure until I reapply in the fall. And I'm also going to cast the net wider to several other schools. Okay. So that's what led mm -hmm. to where we are. So our general plan was to travel, um, you know, east through uh, Arizona and New Mexico and Texas and then uh, Louisiana and Florida, of course, to see you. And then from there, mm -hmm. it's kind of like up in the air. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's been, Alessandra is just one of those things <laughs> we've been like zigzagging around Texas. Um, of course, I have more family and friends in this state than I think anywhere else they're concentrated here because mm -hmm. the majority of my life has been spent in this state. So we got to Austin on May 9th. I guess would that have been would that have been our last first Friday was before that, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking like I have lost all since when everybody <laughs> else like their lives were falling apart in 2020 because of the pandemic and right. you know, lack of sense of time. Like I have never felt more focused or wonderful than I mean, again, acknowledging the great suffering and stress and all of the things that happened during 2020, but in my mm -hmm. own little bubble of a life. 2020 was a really good year. Mm -hmm. um, so. Yeah, you were you were focused in, right? Yeah, it was me kind of spinning off the planet, and you were like, you were <laughs> exactly. in your zone. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So I think I'm looking at the calendar now. Our last first Friday would have been on May 7th. So we pull into Fredericksburg, Texas. Um, Chase's aunt flew in. We had Mother's Day out at my parents. I had. Um, yeah, first, actually, we flew, no, I, I broadcasted from my parents' house. I'm sorry that this is happening while we're live on air that I haven't, like, put my thoughts together. Get your act together, Sonny. Get your act oh together. God. Work it out. Come on now. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was broadcasting from my parents' house. So here we are, full circle. I have not been in Fredericksburg this entire time at my parents' house. We have been to Austin. We've been to Dallas. We've been to Fort Worth. We've been to Burleson. We went back to Austin when we weren't supposed to go back to Austin and then now we're back in Fredericksburg. So among all of this time, like we figured out that we have a, some water damage in the airstream and the flooring, it's not urgent, but it's basically mm. going to mean a month or so of repairs where they're replacing the entire freaking floor where they have to take the airstream off of its frame to replace the entire floor. Mm. Oh, and so we really didn't want to stick around. I mean, it's getting, I'm sorry to be such a, baby around hot temperatures, but growing up in Texas, I am so over hot summers. 
Uh-huh. Benny, I'm, I, when you said it got a little bit warm up there in Seattle and I'm like, Benny, you don't even want to know what it's like in May in Texas. And it's been like really, really unseasonably cool because there's a lot of rain, but I'm done. I've yeah, got Benny, to get... quit your whining, Benny. Quit your crying. <laughs> you oh, and no, your I little... fully support whining about hot temperatures yeah. because I'm feeling it. You and your low no. 80s. Yeah, you and your low 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just like, I'm looking, I just have my eye on Seattle at this point. Like that's going to be our mm-hmm. end point for the summer where I can just take a deep breath and enjoy a month of summer where it does not get above 80 or 85. Yes. Like that's like unseasonably yes. warm. Anywho, so we didn't want to get the repairs done and spend another month here. Um, So we're just going to hold off on that. But in the meantime, you know, as I'm saying, I'm getting so hot. So we're not going to go to New Orleans and see my friend there. We're not going to go to Florida. Um, (laughs) Anyway, all of this to say, it's, it's funny that you're talking about, Alessandra, you know, your last year was a year of complete surrender, your entire world, Mm -hmm. all aspects of it, your relationship, your, even your work. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to say finances because you made your first home purchase, which is a big scary thing when you're Mm -hmm. doing it on your own. I mean, I shouldn't, not necessarily from the human perspective, it can be a very big, scary thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, it was terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, everything. And I, you know, I'm like sitting over here going, oh, everything feels so good. Now everything in my world has like fallen apart. And Mm -hmm. And the thing is when you're on these road trips, you go to see family and friends and and sometimes it's out of curiosity. Sometimes it's out of like skepticism, but what people are asking, what are you doing? What is your plan? Where are you going? Because most people have some type of a plan and yes, I'm going to reapply to divinity school. And yes, I feel very called that way, but until June or July of next year, when theoretically, like I would be getting close to starting school, we got nothing, Alessandra. Like I've Mm -hmm. scaled back my work. I'm only working two days a week. I still see clients, but it's like, so here's my point in all of this is we came back to Texas. And so my life up until, um, about 2011 or 2012 was all about putting every bit of my self-worth into externals. Um, my husband who was pretty powerful attorney and his great wealth, um, my law school education so that I had a piece of paper that said that even though I didn't feel very intelligent, that at least I had a law degree. So, you know, at a cocktail party, Mm -hmm. people would at least trust that I could put thoughts together and think critically about certain things. Um, and then of course, you know, there was such a focus on appearance, um, and in trying to get that the perfect whatever your idea of perfect is but working so mm-hmm. hard and punishing my body to get it to be perfect so you know so that i had like this this shell of externals that i could rely upon to feel better complete the, the complete culture like enmeshed and, and entangled and enculturated um with with all of those things and I have not spent a lot of time back here with the same people, um, the friends who were a lot, a big part of that time in my life yeah. since, uh, since I have not spent a lot of time here since 2011 or 2012, I, I would come back and visit, but I would usually keep my visits pretty short three to four days. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel ready. I mean, I, not that I am some kind of monk or something, but I just remember reading stories, you know, that when, um, these, these, Zen masters or monks or, or hermits would go off away from the city to be in a cave so that they mm-hmm. could just focus on their connection to who they were and their connection to something greater so mm-hmm. that you didn't have all of this 
distraction or even the um, the pull of what was happening in, in normal society and culture. Um, so I'm, I was, I've been very deliberate about not coming back here for any great mm -hmm. period of time, because to be honest, I didn't feel ready. Um, yeah. It feels scary to drop myself back into the things that had um, really captured my attention for the first 30 some odd years of my life. Um, and, you know, the, am I brave enough now where I am with my own soul to come back into, it feels like the belly of the beast. Mm -hmm. And these friends, you know, these are some of the dearest friends of my life, but these are friends who, um, well, I, I'm, I, first of all, I feel so blessed that Martha Beck's latest book came out April 23rd, The Way of Integrity. Um, it is, mm -hmm. it has been such a, a great companion guide for this time because it really is all about what happens when our true nature collides with culture and how do we honor our true nature and alignment between body, mind, heart, and soul, like what she calls mm -hmm. integrity, um, that alignment between body, mind, heart, and soul. How do we keep that while still coming up against culture? And when I say culture, I'm talking about the culture of the two people in your marriage, the culture of your nuclear family with you and your parents or your own children, the culture of your town, the culture of your faith, the culture of the culture being anything where two people come together and make rules um, written or explicit or completely covert, you know, just understood by the way people act and you feel pressured to act, you know, where, wherever you come up against those uh, written or unwritten cultural rules, how do you still honor your true nature? Because there's a lot of pressure from culture, whether mm -hmm. through shame or the threat of betrayal or abandonment, there are a lot of people or a lot of ways that people keep us in line, so to speak. And so the journey that I'm now on is a journey of following what I feel to be um, absolutely true and guided for and yeah. by my true nature. But here I am dropped back into the belly of the beast. And these friends, these are friends, like all of the greatest temptations of my entire life. Like um, my, I'm, I'm very proud of my friends, but they're very successful people. You know, they've gone mm -hmm. on to become partners, some of them equity partners in their firm. Um, one of my dearest girlfriends who I'm so proud of, who came to Austin in her early twenties with no contacts is now like, you know, a $200 million a year producer in mm -hmm. residential real estate in Austin. Mm -hmm. Like that's just bananas. And they've all been on this steady climb. And one of the things that Martha talks about in her latest book is that, um, in Western cultures, and we're talking not only secular, but religious. In Western culture, we have a very linear model of change. And so you were born a clumsy, ignorant, and if you're religious, you know, you know, flawed human who slowly over the course of your lifetime is supposed to work toward just a steady climb up the mountain toward greater levels of success and greater levels of wealth, greater levels of power, greater if you're if you're more of the religious ilk, you know, more becoming more and more perfect and as Christ-like as you can be or whatever that looks like, you know, in your religion. And, and in other cultures, more traditional cultures, there's more of a cyclical view of change where it's kind of like the four seasons, you know, you've got a winter time, which is about death and, and rebirth and what's happening in the fallow times below the surface of the earth, going into springtime when things start to flower. And then you've got summer where things are really going and blowing. And then you've got harvest time in the fall and it all starts over again. 
And I feel like I have been walking a very cyclical model of change in my life that is a spiral upward, but it is not linear. And my life has been broken down completely mm-hmm. in all ways for the last several years. And I got to be honest, Alessandra, like as I was approaching divinity school, like I said, it was a very neat and tidy plan. You know, we sold our home and I lined out the finances for if I needed to pay for school or if I got financial aid or scholarships. And it all made very good, safe sense for this divinity school, you know, three-year plan. And then I'd be out in the world. And even if, whether I got you know, sought employment with traditional um, a faith institution of, very, I mean, non-traditional ministry, and I'm not religious by any stretch of the imagination, but still like a church like Agape <laughs> in mm-hmm. LA or something, mm-hmm. or I started my own thing, it all felt very neat and tidy. But you've heard me for the last, like, however many years on these first Fridays, I have asked to be led fully and completely by my soul and the divine, ask to trust that all needs will be met, kind of like the manna from heaven, if you will, you know, read biblical stories, whether they're real or not, you know, you, you don't store it up, you wait every day for what is to be given to you, and you can trust that it will be given, like, that's how I've asked to live, and I gotta be honest, like, the, if divinity school had worked out, it all felt very safe to my human self. And I thought, have I taken this as far as it really could go to truly learn to trust? Kind of like Alessandra, like Mm -hmm. whether the rug was ripped out from underneath you or you ripped your own rug out from underneath (laughs) you, you gave the universe the opportunity to show you how guided and how taken care of and loved you really are. And I haven't done that yet. So mm-hmm. here I am, you know, in my little cyclical model of change in my life with all my friends who have been linear, just climbing and growing. They all look great. They're all, you know, talking about all, you know, how the, their financial successes, their work successes, all those areas that were my, my vulnerable points, the places where I looked for my worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I can't, my life looks so different than theirs. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, I'm here. I am almost a month in Texas. I did not intend to stay here this long. Uh, I did not feel ready for a lot of this. And I've had some breakdown moments where it's just been like, Oh my gosh. I, I, so uh, let me, I know I'm just on like this uh, monologue at this point. I hope I'm not. (laughs) You're doing great. great. I just want to say the whole point I'm sharing (laughs) all of this is because I know there's got to be people out there who are in their own cyclical model of change that maybe everyone around you is in the linear. Um, and, and that is okay. Um, and I will say the thing that keeps me going, um, and I want to share some of the things that have happened for me, Um, so that it might provide maybe some, I don't know, validation or some inspiration if anyone else is out there feeling like, ah, Mm -hmm. what's happening? Um, There have been some things that have shown up. And uh, if you've got your eyes and all, well, not just your eyes and ears peeled, but like all of your senses, those intuitive senses, the heart senses, the soul senses, uh, really tuned in even when it does feel like everything is falling apart, there's just been this feeling inside of me when I tune in. Um, Like one of the things when I was leaving my old life behind, there was this quote, um, I found it in a Martha book at the time, but she was paraphrasing it from the Buddha. 
And it said, um, you know, when you encounter a body of water, you will know it is the ocean because it tastes of salt. In the same way, uh, you will know enlightenment and truth because it, it feels of freedom. Um, and I could tune in way back in the day and, and it's different for everybody, how your soul speaks to you through your body and your senses, but I can feel it in my heart. My heart feels open and expansive Mm -hmm. and free when something is guiding me in the right direction. And it feels just the tiniest. It's so subtle, Alessandra, very nuanced now, but I can feel it. I can feel it even more at the energetic sense of that heart space than even my physical sense. But there is a contraction or kind of a heaviness um, if it's not quite right. And Mm -hmm. when I envision stepping, let's say I could just step back into this same cocktail parties and all the things here in Austin that I have gotten to dip into while I'm here. But let's just say that was my life again. And my Uh heart just goes, Oh, there's a clinch. There's a heaviness. Yeah. Constriction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I envision getting back out on the road with like, you know, way out on the horizon, the possibility of divinity school, like that just is like, oh, like the feeling, mm-hmm. the, like the ease and expansion of truth. I know I'm in the right direction. So I've got that. So whatever that version is for you or anyone else out there, you know, when we're in alignment with the body, mind, heart, and soul, um, one of the ways that Martha really, I think, articulates it well in her book this time is like, you know it in your mind because it feels like one of those aha moments, like it's illuminating to mm-hmm. your to your mental senses. And in, in, um, you know, in your body, there's a sense of relaxation. In your heart, there's that sense of, of opening, um, like kind of like a lotus flower opening. And then your soul, mm-hmm. it feels like freedom. And that's exactly... Mm-hmm my experience with it. Um, uh, anyway, and the other things that I'll just briefly mention, um, or maybe I should pause here since I've been Wait, on like yeah. a 20 minute monologue. Well, actually, I'm just wanting you to pause because I'm just thinking about, um, you know, when people are feeling like, okay, they feel maybe they're, maybe it's, um, they feel some alignment, like from a heart space, right. Mm -hmm. Or they feel some alignment from within, but then there is a lot of the mental chatter, Mm -hmm. right. That comes in the, like, ah, should I, is this okay? And you know, the, that kind of like, um, just talkative mind and things like that. So Mm -hmm. what do you do? Like if people are listening and they feel like, okay, yeah, some of this feels like if I'm stepping toward this or that, space or new adventure in my life or something that I want in my life. And maybe it's like, not all, three, not all three are right. cooperating because, right. Cause you don't want to be like dismissing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause sometimes it takes the mind a little bit, but what would you say? What would you say for people? I think one of the, the things that I have come to believe, and this is through a, a host of several different sources, whether Byron Katie, um, I think Brooke Castillo's thought model does this well, Abraham Hicks, and mm-hmm. um, also I'd say Martha. Um, but one of the things that I've learned, so I'm just saying this is not necessarily my original idea. This is from a culmination of sources, but that the opposite of our most agonizing, painful fearful beliefs is actually going to be the truth. So Mm. let's say, for example, I'll just use something that obviously came up for me having been in Texas and having that, you know, being put up against that, that, you know, my cultural model of success versus what I'm doing. And what if I will never, like, I will never catch up to my peers. Let's just say that in there, how they are successful. Um, That, that really makes me feel crappy, but Mm -hmm. the opposite 
um, let's just rework this a couple ways to say, um, um, I am on my own model of um, spiritual success. Let's put it that mm -hmm. way. That feels good. When it feels good on the body and it relaxes you, that means you're getting yeah. on to truth. If yeah. there is something that causes those very, the suffering feeling states of, you know, intense fear, anxiety, sadness, um, or your body is responding with contraction and constriction, that's usually a pretty good sign you're believing something that is not true. So mm -hmm. say whatever those mind chatter thoughts are, which usually generate fear, um, feelings of hopelessness, et cetera, um, go to the opposite of that. Usually the opposite of our most painful belief is where we're going to find the truth. Like Martha will use the example of, you know, when, when she had her son who was diagnosed in utero with Down syndrome, she's at Harvard and everyone is telling her to have an abortion. And she's very pro-choice, but she just mm -hmm. said, I felt a real connection to this baby. I knew that terminating the pregnancy was not what was in, what was right for me, mm -hmm. but she said, I had huge fears and that the fear was this child is basically some variation of this child will never have a normal, happy life, or this is going to ruin my life. And the mm -hmm. truth is the opposite of that was the absolute truth. This child absolutely opened up all the possibilities for her life. Mm -hmm. It didn't ruin it. It saved her life. Mm -hmm. And now she, you know, obviously is, is, can see the living proof of that. But so I would just say for someone out there, whatever your fearful, painful thought is go to the opposite. That yeah. is more likely the truth. And I can, mm -hmm. I can at least manage the mind that way when I'm coming up against this stuff. So that's, that's, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I love it. And it reminds me, I love to have people ask that question, you know, um, of what else might be possible, mm -hmm. right? When your brain is starting to stir with all of this kind of things, like what else might be possible? Mm -hmm. I just think, cause the brain is like a little bit like golden retriever. So if you're yeah. always asking like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, it will go and find those things. Right. But mm -hmm. like what else is possible helps us get more creative. So I like, exactly. I like that. I like what you just shared. Yeah. 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 And I just have to share another funny story that actually happened as I was driving. Um, we're staying at the, you know, our local um, Jellystone campground here yes. in, uh, in uh, the hill country. Um, but I, so I'm driving over to my parents' house and what I'm, I'm, I usually, when we talk about signs and things on the show, you know, for me, that mm -hmm. numbers and feathers are two big ones for me and mm -hmm numbers mean, you know, certain guides or loved ones on the other side or talking to me. Yeah. I, of course I love animals, but animals are not something that I pay as much attention to. Well, mm -hmm. we last month in the, my little soul digger community, um, were looking at, um, exploring shamanism. And one of the weeks that we did that, we spent some time with Ted Andrews book, animal speak, which I think is one of the seminal works on really understanding um, our spirit animals or animal totems and how to work with them and understand them. It's just such a beautiful book to have. Um, and I have it on my you know, Kindle on my phone so that I can access it anytime. Well, I, this is so strange, but it's been years since this happened to me. Growing up in Texas in the mornings, I would often on the way to school, I would find turtles crossing the road. We'd stop and help the turtle cross the road. <laughs> I haven't experienced that in years. I mean, I I just don't think we've been living in places where turtles or tortoises are as abundant as they are around here. Mm -hmm. While in my two brief stays here in Fredericksburg, um, once a month ago, um, when we were first arriving, and then this morning on the way to my parents' house, I found a turtle crossing the road and helped him get to the other side. And one of the things that I learned from Ted Andrews' book, 
um, I just like the way that he talks about these things is that, you know, we often will have some type of a, an animal totem that is with us for life. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. one, of your, one or two of your big ones, but that other animals will show up at certain times in your life to be not only your guides on the other side, um, sending you messages and support, but also that the energy of that particular animal may be the thing that you need most at this moment in Mm -hmm. your life. And so I immediately get to my parents' house and I pull out my Ted Andrews animal speak book because it's so unusual. Like I can't remember the last time I've saved turtles crossing the road. And the fact that it's happened twice and both on the way to my parents' house, like there's some significance there. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to read what I found. Um, um, turtle. And these are, I've just, little paragraph here that I pulled. Turtle does not move fast. It is as if on some level, turtle knows it has all the time in the world. Turtles carry their home on their back, which is us right now. (laughs) For those with this totem, it is a reminder to use your own head and knowledge to right yourself when your world gets topsy-turvy. Sometimes turtles show up as a totem to help us during such times. If turtle has shown up in your life, it is time to get connected to your most primal essence, go within your shell and come out when your ideas are ready to be expressed. It is time to recognize that there is an abundance out there for you. It doesn't Mm. have to be gotten quickly and immediately. Take your time and let the natural flow work for you. Too much too soon can upset the balance. Turtle reminds us that all we need for all that we do is available to us if we approach in the right manner and time. I just... I mean, Ooh. clearly that could not, it just, it's yeah. right now. And so for anyone yeah. else out there, just if you, the signs are there, like not only go, your temple travels with you, you know, so go within for your mm-hmm. your soul and the divine for the information and the guidance you need, but there's the stuff is all around us if we're tuned mm-hmm. in. And so thanks turtle for showing up for me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I love that the turtle showed up for you. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's exactly what I needed coming off because we just pulled away from a, a, a brief another stint in Austin to see a friend's mom who was there for a medical procedure last minute. I Anyway, I needed turtle this morning. So if anyone else mm-hmm. needs turtle or another animal, like go, go get that Ted Andrews book or whatever your favorite mm-hmm. book is for your animal totem stuff and get mm-hmm. some get some validation. Yeah. And then maybe be paying attention too to visitors showing up, right? I think we yeah. get into the busyness of our minds and our lives and, and neglect to, to really recognize these animals making appearances, right? Or feathers yeah. or leaves. So just maybe even paying attention to what is around you today, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, these were good reminders for me. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I just, I will say, um, we are on to Michigan. We're going up to the Great Lakes region um, to get some cooler climbs. So I think that may be where we're coming mm-hmm. to you from next time we talk. But um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So we'll see what happens. Yes, that's really exciting. So you'll head up there and then chances are I will get to connect with you in Seattle when you're mm-hmm. out there. So we can have a whole Sunny in Seattle reunion, maybe with the three of us at the studio. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Okay, you know, we're just going to put that like, check. that would be a preference. We'll see what the universe is. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll see. 
Yes. <laughs> because we know it's hardly worth planning. You know, just let no. it go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here we are at the end of our hour, another first Friday on the books, or is that right? Is that how you say that? Uh, anyway, <laughs> down, down the books. Oh, thanks, Benny, for running the board in Seattle. And thanks, Jeff and Petaluma and Alessandra. My gosh, so many good developments. It's so good to hear your yeah. voice and yeah. hear what's going on. And I'll be calling Yours you in tears, I'm sure, many times. Yes, please. Bring them. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will see you next week. This is one of your hosts, Sunny Joy, and second co-host. Dr. Alessandra Duke. (laughs) You're throwing me off. You're throwing me off. All wrong today. Anyway, uh, much love to you, everyone. We'll see you next time.